Greetings, brothers and sisters. God bless each and every one of you today. I hope everybody's doing well. Again, if you are subscribed to this channel, we are watching for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Titus 2.13, looking for that blessed hope in the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Jesus is coming soon, and we're going to be watching on this channel. Again, we are not going to set dates because we do not know when that day is, but we very clearly see that day approaching, and we will be watching on this channel until the trumpet sounds at the appointed time, and Jesus Christ comes for his church. Today's message is titled, The, Ro the Road to the Revived Roman Empire is Being Paved. Folks, everything is coming together exactly like the Bible said that it would. The stage is getting set up for the coming empire of the Antichrist. The props are all being set up. The actors are in position for this final act to begin. We have seen a massive shift in leadership amongst world leaders the last couple of years. And again, this is all part of stage setting for the coming empire of the Antichrist. In Daniel chapter 2, verse 21, we read, And he changeth the times and the seasons. He removeth kings, and he setteth up kings. He giveth wisdom unto the wise, and knowledge to them that know understanding. All right. So everything we see happening, especially the last couple years, with these changes of world leaders, changes of leadership and governments, is all part of God's plan. The book of Daniel and the book of Revelation speak very clearly of this coming empire of the Antichrist. And I think the Bible makes it very clear the future Antichrist will come out of this future revived Roman Empire. We see the changes in leadership very clearly setting the stage for the rise of the future ten kings, or the ten horns, spoken of in the book of, book of Daniel and in the book of Revelation. The ten world leaders arise during the final Gentile kingdom and before the Antichrist appears. So the rise of the ten kings, these uh, the ten horns, again spoken of in the book of Daniel and the book of Revelation, precedes the arrival of the Antichrist and start of the tribulation. Which is very interesting because if you've been paying attention, you are seeing the world leaders now calling for the G7 to become the D10. Very interesting. So again, you have the G7, right? But now you're starting to see this, a call for this coming, what they're calling the, the D10. Very interesting. Since we know, again, the book of Daniel and the book of Revelation both talk about the future 10 kings or 10 horns, which will, again, the, the rise of these future 10 kings will precede the arrival of the Antichrist and start of the tribulation. I want to share with you something incredible that further confirms the road is being paved for this coming revived Roman Empire, this coming empire of the Antichrist. I've been saying for years, if you've been subscribed to my channel, I've been saying for years to watch for Emmanuel Macron, the United Nations, and the European Union to get more involved in this call and push for this coming 10-nation confederacy, this coming, these coming 10 horns, or 10 kings, again, spoken of in the book of Daniel and the book of Revelation. And like I said, they want the G7 to become the D10. That's what they want it to be called. And we know that these future 10 kings, these 10 horns, right, is going to precede the arrival of the Antichrist and this coming revived Roman Empire. Check this out. So again, I've been saying for years, watch for Emmanuel Macron, 
All right. Uh, the United Nations and the European European Union, excuse me, to get more involved in global affairs, but also in this push for this coming rise of these 10 future kings, these 10 horns again spoken of in the book of Daniel and the book of Revelation. And I want to share with you, I couldn't agree more with my brother in Christ, Damon Duck, of, at raptureready.com. Um, I want to share a couple things that he sh uh, said in his recent article called No Doubt About It. If you go to, if you go to raptureready.com, his recent article by Damon Duck titled No Doubt About It. Um, I couldn't agree more with what my brother in Christ, Damon Duck, said here. Let me read some of the, a part of this article to you. French President Emmanuel Macron, who I have done videos about and I've talked about him for years, will soon become the president of the European Union. You heard that correct, folks. Actually, as I'm doing this video, he is currently uh, the president of the European Union for six months. Uh, but anyways, Damon Duck said, French President Emmanuel Macron will soon become the president of the European Union for six months. It's a rotating position. All right. Emmanuel Macron, this is what he wants, folks. The European Union president to have more power over the European Union nations. He wants the European Union to have its own military, and he wants the European Union to exhort more power on the world stage. Exactly what we've been watching for, folks. It's happening. On January 1st, on New Year's Day, which was, I'm doing this video on, uh, what, Friday, January 14th is today's date. So 13 days ago, it was reported that Germany will support Emmanuel Macron's goals. Damon Duck goes on to say, this fits my understanding of Bible prophecy. The European Union will be the major power in the coming world government. Uh, in Daniel chapter 2, we read about the feet of iron plus clay on the statue in Nebuchadnezzar's dream. At first, the coming world government will be led by 10 kings, and the European Union leader will be one of the 10 kings. Damon Duck as he says here, believes the 10 kings will head up 10 groups of nations in the world, not 10 nations in the European Union. The feet on Nebuchadnezzar's statue are iron and clay, not just iron. Shortly after the 10 kings appear, another leader, the Antichrist, will rise out of the European Union and be given power over the whole world. Folks, what really blew my mind is again, with French President Emmanuel Macron becoming the president of the European Union for six months, again, it is a rotating position. I've been saying to watch him and the European Union and the United Nations for years, and it's happening, folks. And again, Emmanuel Macron wants the European Union president to have more power over the European Union nations. Total control. He wants the European Union to have its own military, and he wants the European Union to exhort more power on the world stage. And again, on January 1st, on New Year's Day, Germany came out and publicly said that they support these goals from Emmanuel Macron. And it reminds me of, remember years ago, or, uh, recently from Time Magazine, actually back in 2017, this came out on Time Magazine with a, pres uh, right here you have French President Emmanuel Macron on the front of Time Magazine, looks like devil horns uh, on the top and then there where, the, where that M is, pretty crazy. And it has the next leader of Europe, right on the screen. This was almost, uh, over four years ago, folks. And then you had this one from The Economist back in 2017 as well, with the title of Europe's Savior, and you can see Emmanuel Macron walking on water, folks. 
Talk about pure mockery. Uh, and then you have a woman's, a woman's uh, feet hanging out of the water there. And then you had this post with an article titled, Emmanuel Bonaparte, Macron declares he will govern like a Roman god. French President Emmanuel Macron has declared he will govern France like Jupiter, the Roman king of the gods. Shortly after officials told the media his thought process was too complex for journalists to understand. Uh, this was actually the art, first article I had seen. There's many others talking about it. Where Again, here you go. France, this is from France 24. France takes over the European Union presidency as national election uh, looms. Again, they do, a they do a rotating presidency. So France has now taken over the rotating presidency of the European Union. But again, folks, this is absolutely huge because now with Emmanuel Macron as the president of the European Union for the next six months, right? he wants again the European Union president to have more power over the European Union nations, total control, the European Union to have its own military, and the European Union to exhort more power on the world stage. You can't make this up, folks. The stage is actually getting set up. The road to the revived Roman Empire, the empire of the Antichrist, is absolutely being formed before our eyes right here and right now, as well as the rise of these 10 future kings, these 10 horns spoken of in the book of Daniel and the book of Revelation. And make no mistake about it, Emmanuel Macron and the European Union and the United Nations are all paving the way. Here's the point I want to make. Again, we have Emmanuel Macron, someone we've been watching for a while, now president over the United Nations, and we see what he wants to do. And if we see the stage getting set up for the rise of the 10 kings that will precede the arrival of the Antichrist and all these leadership changes going on all over the world, especially involving the European Union and French President Emmanuel Macron, who is now president of the European Union for the next six months, beyond a shadow of a doubt, we are seeing the way being paved for the coming revived Roman Empire, the empire of the coming Antichrist. And if we know the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ needs to happen before the Antichrist is even revealed and before the tribulation period begins, folks, how close are we? I would say closer than any of us even imagine. If you're watching this video right now and you're looking around this world, you notice something's not right, it's not. This ship is sinking. You need to get on the lifeboat right here and right now. And that lifeboat, lifeboat, excuse me, is Jesus Christ. I'm not telling you to get religious. I am telling you, you can be saved right here, right now, as you're watching this video. Now is the accepted time. Now is the day of salvation. So what do you have to do to be saved? Well, the Apostle Paul gives you the formula right here on the screen in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 13 to 14. Let's read it together. In whom ye also trusted after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. So first you have to hear the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. If you've never heard the gospel of your salvation before, it's right on the screen here in the parentheses, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 1 to 4. This is the gospel of your salvation that you believe, that you're putting your faith and your trust in the finished work of Jesus Christ for you on that cross at Calvary. You're believing Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins, paying your sin debt in full with his blood. So you could be reconciled back to him. So you could be forgiven of your sins 
and be with him forever in heaven. So you're believing Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins. He was buried and he rose again. He resurrected on the third day as it is written in the scriptures. That's the gospel of your salvation. And if you're still confused, here's the bottom line. Every single one of us is a sinner. We all make mistakes. We all miss the mark. We fall short of the glory of God. We serve a holy, a just, and a perfect God. And our sin separates us from a holy, a just, and a perfect God. But God loves you so much that he would come down. He would be born of a virgin. He became flesh. He dwelt among us, and he was brutally tortured and crucified and shed his precious blood for you on the cross at Calvary, paying your sin debt in full. The price that you could never pay on your own, he paid it with his blood because he loves you. So you could be reconciled back to him. So you could be forgiven of your sins and be with him forever in heaven. That is love, my friends. That is love. But going back to Ephesians 1, 13 to 14, once you hear the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, which we just went over, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 1 to 4, Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins. He was buried and he rose from the dead on the third day as it is written in the scriptures. Once you hear that and you believe it, you put your faith and your trust in the blood of Jesus Christ, believing Jesus Christ paid your sin debt in full on the cross with his blood. And in his death, burial, and resurrection, look at what it says next in Ephesians 1.13. In whom also after that ye believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance, until the redemption of the purchased possession, unto the praise of his glory. So once you put your faith and your trust in the blood of Jesus Christ, and in his death, burial, and resurrection, you're sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. There is a spiritual baptism that occurs when you believe the gospel of your salvation. You're baptized into the body of Christ. And on the bottom of the screen in Ephesians 4.30, we read, And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. But right here and right now, it's time to repent, to believe the gospel, and to be converted to new life in Jesus Christ today. To repent, that means metanoia. It means to change your mind. What are you changing your mind about? You're changing your mind about who God is. You're going from unbelief, dead in your sins, to belief, a new creature in Christ. And you're agreeing with God about your sin condition, that you are a sinner in need of a Savior, that you can't save yourself, that Jesus Christ did it all for you on the cross at Calvary by shedding his precious blood. Right? And you're believing and you're putting your faith and your trust again in the blood of Jesus Christ and in the gospel of your salvation. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 1 to 4, Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins. He was buried and he rose again. He resurrected on the third day as it is written in the scriptures. The bottom line is this. Heaven and hell are very real little places and you will spend an eternity in one of those destinations. Hell is a real place. It's horrific. It's eternal torment. It's eternal separation from God. I do not want you to go there. Jesus does not want you to go there. But if you die without Jesus Christ, you will be separated from God for eternity in hell. And I am going to tell you the truth because I love you. Jesus Christ is the only way to the kingdom of heaven, and he is the only name that can save you. In John chapter 14, verse 6, we read, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. 
In Acts 4.12, we read, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. In 1 Timothy 2.5, we read, For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. So the Virgin Mary won't save you. Buddha's not going to save you. Allah is not going to save you. Muhammad's not going to save you. Dead saints are not going to save you. The New Age movement is not going to save you. Religion is not going to save you. Your own works, you just trying to be a good person, your own human efforts, that's not going to save you. There is only one way to the kingdom of heaven and one name that will save you, and that is Jesus Christ and him alone. But you are not promised your next second. That's the bottom line. And if you were to breathe your last breath today, I want you to open your eyes in paradise with Jesus Christ because he truly is the only way there. And Jesus is coming. He's coming soon. We are very clearly seeing the stage getting set up for the coming empire of the Antichrist, this coming revived Roman Empire. And you do not want to be here for what is coming. This ship is sinking. You need to get on a lifeboat right here and right now. And that lifeboat is Jesus Christ and him alone. Do not wait another second because tomorrow is not promised. Keep watching with me. Keep looking up. The King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Son of God, Jesus Christ, he's coming. And he's coming quickly, one day very soon, sooner than most of us even realize, at the appointed time. Keep watching with me. God bless you all.